by channel one. Communication, switching to channel one. All right, here it comes, be ready. Switch controls to manual override. Podcast. All right, and welcome back. I just smoked a nice bowl of some blue dream and ready to get into another episode of the Mikey Podcast. This is episode 19, and in this episode, we're gonna fuck around and find out. I'm just kidding, I don't even know what that means. But in this episode, we're gonna talk about uh we're, we're gonna look at moving. Moving to a whole another state, moving to a place far, far away from wherever the fuck you are right now. But before we get into it, I just want to say thank you for checking out the podcast. I appreciate you listening. Uh, as long as people keep listening, I'll just keep doing them. I'm I'm trying to get on the track of doing them every Monday. So it'll be like Mikey Monday type thing, but whatever. Uh, do me a favor though. If you know someone who listens to podcasts or talk radio, tell them about the Mikey podcast. If you just tell one person, you can help me grow this thing and we can turn it into something. We can turn it into something. I don't know what, but something maybe. Who knows? Either way, just tell people because it helps. Honestly, in coming up with, with topics for this podcast has been really easy lately. Because you think about all the vaccine BS, all the mandates, all the bills that are trying to be passed, all the politics, the recalls. And this is honestly, I'm overflowing with shit I want to say. And, and, and so it, it, so many things come to mind. You know what I mean? So there's so many different topics. But one topic stands out the most, more than anything. And I think about it and people ask me about it and it comes up on social media is if I had to move, where would I go? Hell, where would you go? I've moved all over the country. I've lived all over the country. I've lived on both coasts. I've, I've lived in the Midwest. I've lived in the desert. I lived in big cities. I've lived in small towns. I've also was a mover at one point in time in my life and, and moved people all over the country as well. So I feel like I have a pretty good grasp on what to look for when moving to a new state. So like, like if I'm going to move, I, I know what to research. You know, I know how to get prepared. And, and with all that experience... In my life, I don't know why the hell, why not share some of that information and try to help people who may be thinking about moving? And a lot of people want to move to a place that's more aligned with, I don't know, their way of life, maybe their political leanings. We're just looking for a place to just to change because wherever they are sucks right now. And I totally get it because currently California kind of sucks. And don't get me wrong, I love it here. Living here has always been a dream of mine. I'm, re I'm really glad. I'm happy to be here and I'm happy to ha have lived here twice, as a matter of fact. It's beautiful. We have the ocean, the mountains. It's, it's honestly it's like a Gemini's dream come true. We have awesome big cities, we have fun small towns, Hollywood, Porn Central, all the cool tech companies, the best weed, the best looking people, and not to mention, and I will die on this hill, the best Mexican food in America. Calimex blows Tex-Mex away. I love Tex-Mex too, don't get me wrong, but Calimex is just way better accepted. Shut up and move on with your life, okay? It really is. Seriously though, if you look at California through rose-colored glasses, it, it has everything you could dream of, but it also has some shit too. You know, in between the mountains and the oceans is meth fucking central, man. Sacramento and the Bay Area are sex trafficking capitals of America. We pay the highest gas tax at 66 cents a gallon. It goes up every damn July because people are stupid and voted for it. Who votes for a higher gas tax? Morons. That's why this what I'm surrounded by here. The government handled the pandemic, destroyed thousands of local businesses. The median home price in California is like $800,000, and I'm not even joking. That sounds like, a, it sounds like I'm being dramatic, because I usually am dramatic, but $800,000, the median home price. What? That's crazy. The national median price is like three eighty five, dollars which is still kind of high, but damn, what the fuck is going on? Listen, I could go on and on and on, but that's, that's not what this is about. This is about where you're going to go if you've had enough with the state that you're in, and you want to get the hell out of here. 
So let's get to it. This is Mikey's top five places people are moving to or that I considered moving to or that I read about. No, this is top five places people want to go. It doesn't have to be your top five. Hell, this is my top five. It's the Mikey podcast, so that's what it is. But these are pretty good places and places you can you should consider. And I'll start with one that I've never, ever in my life considered, but it's come up as an option a few times just because of its political leanings. And I'm talking about the potato state, Idaho. Idaho, Usaho, Idaho, Idaho. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck wants to live in Idaho? Apparently a lot of people because Idaho is America's fastest growing state in 2019 with over 80,000 people moving there. And the majority of these people, you'll never guess where they came from. California. They move in search of achieving the American dream, which is seemingly impossible in California because of reasons that I'm not going to get into, but I've listed a few of them already. And according to Idahoans, Idaho is heaven on earth, which seems like a stretch to me. Because when I think of Idaho, I think about potatoes and farming. And being a city boy, that doesn't really sound all that great to me. And I know there's there's more to Idaho than than potatoes because they have a huge agricultural economy. Uh, but they're also growing in technology and, and companies like Hewlett Packard and Macron, Micron Technology located there. So really anyone can get a job if they want to. Because other than agriculture and tech, healthcare, government, and and, and there's a few other health se- or a few other job sectors that are pretty big there too. So just look at that. You, you you won't you won't have a hard time finding a job depending on where you live. The cost of living is lower compared to other states too. Lower tax rates, affordable home prices, inexpensive health care, numerous job opportunities, like I already said, and a higher quality of life, a higher quality of life than most states because there's just, it's just a, a lot to do. You get all the seasons and stuff. Uh, something I didn't know and was actually surprised to learn about, and it doesn't really make much of a difference. I just thought this was interesting that 24% of Idahoans are, are Idahoans, Idahoans, Idahoans. What is it? Idahoan? I don't know what it is. People who live in Idaho are Mormon. Not that, like I said, not that I have any issues with anyone's religious beliefs. It's all good. Believe whatever you want. So I was just surprised to find that out during my research. Kind of just always put Utah and Mormons together. So who knew? Anyway, Mormons, they're nice people. They're always prepared. I dig that. Something you got to know, man, if you're thinking of moving to Idaho from California, you might get some resistance because the residents will question the motive. They don't want you, they don't want a bunch of liberal bullshit brought into their red state. And I get that. I understand. And they don't want, they, but they, something they need to know is that people of Idaho, Look, people that are moving from California to Idaho are leaving the liberal BS. Like, that's why they're going to Idaho. Plus, it's beautiful there. Another good thing to know is Idaho has the, has the lowest crime rates in the country. One of the lowest crime rates in the country. You can always walk around at night, leave your doors open, leave doors unlocked, and not have to worry about somebody breaking in your house. Crime rates, low. If you love backpacking, kayaking, hiking, trail running, or any other outdoor-related activities, Idaho is definitely a place to consider. Boise is obviously the city that comes to mind if you're looking for a city type of life. But keep in mind, man, that's the capital, you know? That's the capital of the state, and it's growing, so it it tends to be a little bit pricier. You can consider some of the smaller towns like Idaho Falls, Twin Falls. Uh, I think there's a town called Moscow, which isn't too bad. I know it's weird, but just, you know, look into some of the other towns if, if, if if you're not really feeling the Boise thing, and Boise's a little pricey for you. This is something I've I've personally witnessed about Idaho. Is man, it is clean, super super clean. Cities are really really clean, and they that's a plus coming from California, man, where everything sucks and is filthy and homeless ridden. Uh, and I'm not even exa- exaggerating. Seriously, there's trash everywhere. But this, the the towns and in cities like Idaho goes out of its out of its way to to keep their area clean. Some other things to consider as I was doing research. Not that this matters much to me, but for other people, it's not the best for singles. Uh, maybe living directly in like Boise or one of the bigger cities is okay, but uh, Idaho has the highest marriage rate. So if you're single, you you'd probably have a hard time finding your soulmate. Like I said, luckily for me, I don't have to worry about that. I'm good to go. 
but I don't know for sure if I'll be living in Idaho uh, because the weather is stupid. Honestly, dude, I don't know if I can handle it. You definitely get all four seasons, and some people love that, uh, but it can be extremes. It, it can be real extreme depending on where you live. You know, the northern part has really, really hot summers and really, really cold winters. It's basically a shit show. Also, snakes, poisonous snakes, scorpions, bats, and, and spiders, all that stuff is common, but that's the same thing with other states, too. Every state has their weird little creatures. Another thing that kind of sucks, too, is, is that Idaho is growing really, really fast. So it's making it really hard for the state to keep up. There are two-lane roads throughout the entire state, which means you're going to hit traffic pretty much at any time. Even the interstate's all jacked up. There really isn't even enough exits for, for some of the towns, so you, you end up having to go somewhere you didn't need to go in order to get to where you got to go. You know what I mean? That's dumb. But that's what you got to do if you live there. It is what it is. And there's not this, this bums me out. This is important. For people like me, uh, there's not a lot of Mexican restaurants. And according to people who like Mexican and live there, most Mexican food sucks. So if you if you like Mexican food, maybe you're gonna have to learn some recipes and cook yourself. Uh, the medium home price is just about three hundred thousand, which is below the national average, which we already talked about. Uh, but prices are rising because of its growth, so keep that in mind too. If you like the shop, this isn't gonna be the place for you. There's not a whole lot to do. I mean, regular chain stores, Walmart and whatnot, all that stuff is there. Uh, but you'll be doing a, a lot of online shopping. You definitely are gonna need to own a vehicle. That should just be common sense. It's Idaho. Why, why would it's not like you're moving to New York City? Uh, so you should just know that transportation really is just is awful unless you're in Boise, and even then. It's not that great, but you probably won't get an Uber or Lyft anywhere. It's a red state. So with that being said, they are very traditional and tend to avoid change, which is why they're not really trusting us Californians coming there. Uh, the governor of Idaho, Brad Little, is fighting for freedom, as he wants to put it. And he says he'll, he'll fight against all, any, any federal mandates and things like that, uh, which is encouraging. But, you know, politicians say what they're going to say. One other thing I'd like to mention is the gun laws. As of July 1st, 2020, a concealed weapons license is not required for U.S. citizens and active military members. So that's good to know. Um, so there you go. I mean, that's, that's kind of like a pros and cons of Idaho right there for you. Number five on the list. And I, so if, if it sounds good to you, go on, make that move because if all that works out in your favor, you could be living a much better life. I highly doubt I'll be moving there based on their stupid marijuana laws, though. Because three ounces or less is a misdemeanor, one year in jail, maximum fine of a thousand bucks. If you have three out between three ounces and up to a pound, not that I ever carry that much pot anyway, but who knows? It's a felony, man. Five years in jail, ten thousand dollars in fines. Fuck you. That's dumb. Get with the program. Now let's just slide on down to the hottest fucking place on earth. Arizona. I know it's not really the hottest but damn dude it basically is it gets pretty hot there and i know what you're thinking fuck that it's hot as hell there's hella old people and everything is beige which isn't necessarily wrong man those things might be true but you could find this this really could be a nice place for someone looking for a reasonable cost of living with lots to do and as long as you don't die from the heat you'll be all right oh yeah and remember i'm not even i don't even have to get into this man marijuana is fully legal there smoke it up man do what you gotta do but what does Arizona have to offer? I'll start real quick with their gun laws or lack thereof. And I'm just kidding. I remember I'm a huge 2A supporter, so don't get me wrong. I just want to make sure everybody has the information that they need. And since Arizona has a permitless carry, any person who is at least 18 years old can legally possess a firearm, may open carry, and any person that is 21 years old may concealed carry a firearm without a permit. So there you go. Citizens 18 to 20 years old may open carry a loaded firearm on the person while inside their vehicle provided the firearm is in a holster. And do you have to register a gun in Arizona? No, you don't have to. You just don't know no, the state cannot require you to license any registration. No, you know, no ammunition, no nothing. 
complete opposite of what's happening here in this particular state in California and other states as well. But yeah, no, man, you just basically just have a gun. Just do whatever you want. Just just have a gun. Arizona is definitely a gun-friendly state. Arizona's big on personal freedom, too. The state has also fought against mandates and, and overreaching federal government during the pandemic and vows to continue to fight for personal freedom. Personal freedom. But there are some things we know that some of these red states don't find, uh, don't fit in with their personal freedom definition. And that pisses me off, but maybe that's for another podcast. We're not going to get into that right now. But let's get back to what Arizona has to offer. And I mentioned the heat, and some people that may be a bad thing, but to others, that's a plus, man. It's always warm. And in the summer, it's fucking hot, man. Summer ranges, honestly, for about 90 to 120 degrees. On average, it sits about to 97. It's hot every day. Even in winter, the average is about 70 degrees. And the only snow falls up in the mountains, like in Flagstaff. Flagstaff's actually nice if you're looking for a mountain life, like a type of lifestyle. It's, it's, it's nice in the summer, but it gets cold and crappy in the winter. It's not for me. I don't, I don't, I'm not looking for snow. Uh, so if you can handle the extreme heat or snow, then you'd be happy to know that the cost of living in Arizona also is affordable. It's about 5% less than the national average. But see, that's what, you know, that's the trade-off right there. You're, gonna, you're either going to cook yourself or freeze in the mountains, or that you're going to be in a desert or you're going to be in a mountain. But yeah, it's cost of living is a little low. And, but the marijuana laws, the gun laws, this place is just, this place is complete anarchy. I'm just kidding. Obviously, prices will vary depending on where you live. But overall, it's affordable. And uh, as long as you're living within your means, you can make it happen. State tax rates are relatively low, but you pay taxes on everything. Sales tax is about 5% or more, depending on where you are. Uh, I'm not going to go over all the taxes, but seriously, you're being taxed on everything you do. Weird for a red state, but it is what it is. Uh, there's lots of job opportunities in Arizona, from healthcare to transportation, government, uh, which are the largest job sectors, but also tech companies like Google, Apple, and Uber, uh, and more, they're expanding in Arizona. So there's that too. And with all that expansion, there's lots of construction jobs as well. So there's, you know, there, there's hella jobs in Arizona, something to think about. Oh, and if you like to golf, I don't, but apparently there's hella golf in Arizona for some reason. I don't, is that a thing? Like do golfers know this? Am I, I'm cause I'm completely out of the loop when it comes to golf. Like, I don't know anything about it. But there's a lot to do when two of the best golf courses in the world are in Arizona, is in Arizona or are in Arizona. So, you know, if that's your thing, you know, go, you know, go golf or whatever. I don't know. All right, let's move on. But there's not just golf. Because if you're a sports person, they have every major sports franchise. Again, not really for me. I'm not a huge sports guy, but I know people like that. That does it, Sports doesn't really make a difference to me. That's not a, that's not a one, one way or the other for me. I don't care. But a, pop, a lot of people do. And uh, they, they want to know that. And they're actually going to be getting a, a soccer team soon as well. So they have everything and soccer is coming. The traffic in Arizona is horrible. But driving is actually kind of easy. I know, does that make sense? Yes, it does. Because the roads are designed like a grid. Uh, and in most cases provides just a, you know, a straight shot to wherever you need to go. But make sure you have gas because there's lots of desert and not a lot of gas stations. Road trips are always cool in Arizona because you're close to California and Nevada. And you, as long as you don't live in California, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's cool to drive to and do cool things, man. There's there's all kinds of cool places. See, Vegas, Joshua Tree, Hoover Dam. But, you know, even if you live in Arizona, you're kind of surrounded by that stuff. So that's cool. If you're an outdoors type of person, this place has lots of hiking and biking trails. Some of the best state parks, as long as you don't die in the heat. Keep in mind, Arizona is, most of it is completely fucking barren. If you like trees and bushes and green lawns or just the color green in general, you're really not going to get that in Arizona. Like I said, it's pretty fucking beige. 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 Is beige or beige? Whatever. Uh, it's basically, it's just a giant dry ass desert. But if you like sand and palm trees and cacti, you're in luck. I like those things. I like palm trees. I like sand. 
What about cactus? I think you can probably find a decent mixture of like sand palm trees and grass and regular trees and bushes and shit like in the northern part of Arizona. But if you want trees and stuff, it just maybe don't move there. Or move the flagstaff, which still is kind of barren up there too. And since most of it is desert, it's important to remember that shit in the desert will fuck you up. Okay? Like, I'm serious, man. Most of this shit is poisonous. Plants, herbs, fruits, tiny insects, bugs, reptiles. Basically, if you live there, don't touch anything. You can get sick, maybe even die. I should probably reiterate, it gets really hot. I know I've said it, but I need you to fully understand that the summers can be unbearable for most people. There are times in the day in the summer where you just can't even go outside. It's just dangerous. You just stay inside. You need to have AC, and if you're lucky, get a pool. Uh, I mentioned traffic a minute ago. It gets pretty bad in the winter because of all those what they call snowbirds, people that migrate from the north to come down and avoid the snow. And they go stay in places like Arizona and Florida and stuff like that. Uh, so And they, they, they cause a bunch of issues on the road. And it doesn't help that you definitely need to have a car to live there. Public transportation in, in the cities is basically trash. So that just adds to the traffic problem. Uh, and, and you might want to invest in some driving gloves because, and maybe even some parking, like some window shades for when you're parking because it gets really hot in your car and you will burn your hands. Uh, one other thing, you'll probably get valley fever. But don't be such a bitch, man. It's about 15,000 people a year get in Arizona. You'll be fine. Shut up. I don't really know much about it, valley fever, but I was surprised to learn that it's very common. <laughs> but you'll be okay. You will. Like I said, don't be a bitch. I already mentioned poisonous things in case you didn't quite get the picture. Scorpions, black widows, giant lizards, and tarantulas. You will find them everywhere. You really can avoid these creatures from hell. So just kind of just be cautious and don't fuck with them. Make sure your kids understand how dangerous they are and, you know, teach them what they need to do if they get attacked or whatever. Uh, if they get bitten, uh, you know, make sure you got, make sure your kids know what's up and to stay the hell away from them. Another thing you probably need to learn to live with is a haboob. I think it's haboob. Is that how you say haboob? Do you know what haboob is? And I just think, what the hell's a haboob? Well, it's a dust storm, and I guess they're pretty common in Arizona. I didn't know what this was, uh, but that that's a thing. You just have to learn to deal with those. Okay. Uh, overall safety, well, it's not that great in general. According to a recent study, it ranks 10th in violent crimes in the U.S., and other studies show even higher. Uh, property crime is also pretty high. Uh, it's higher than the national average, so that kind of sucks, but... And if you, you know, actually, that really does suck. If you throw in that and the, the, all the poisonous shit and the, the haboobs, it's really not looking that good. But Arizona, Arizona's economy is doing really, really well. There's lots of jobs. The state ranks among the highest in the nation for education and healthcare. And there's lots of cool shit to do uh, when it's not a million degrees outside. And again, pot is fully legal. And it's like the wild, wild west when it comes to gun laws. So, you know, you got to take the good with bad, basically, is all I'm saying. Arizona is an option. It's number four. On the Mikey's Where the Fuck You Gonna Move list. Now we're gonna move all the way over to the other side of the country to South Carolina. Come on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Twist it around. I don't think that's the song. I think it's North Carolina, but you get what I'm saying. Anyway, uh, I've always liked the Carolinas. I spent a lot of time in both states growing up as an adult uh, with work and family vacations in Myrtle Beach. And, you know, that was awesome. I just, both North Carolina and South Carolina, I think are beautiful states. Um, they have a lot to offer, so we're going to go over at least South Carolina because I like Myrtle Beach a little bit better. And I and, and if I was going to move to one of the Carolinas, it would be South Carolina. And there's a bunch of reasons why. The governor has said that they will fight Biden to the gates of hell for his insane mandates. Whatever. We'll see. I only, I only bring that up in each one because I know a lot of people may be moving out of whatever state they want to move to uh, or, move, or moving out of whatever state they're moving from. Because of political reasons. So I just think you should at least know that. Uh, but what does that mean? Who the hell knows, man? I feel like it's, it's all just, it's all political theater. None of it's real anyway. 
Uh, and I'm all for personal freedom. So this this is a red state. I, 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 and I don't understand if you're going to be, you know, about personal freedoms and fight mandates and all this stuff. Why is your marijuana law so outdated? Why? It's completely illegal there. You get small fines and jail time if you're caught with more than more than an ounce and uh, 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 more than once. You know, so if you're caught a couple of times, you're going to go to jail with for weed. Get with the fucking program. That doesn't make any sense. Grow up already. People smoke pot. Accept it. Plus, you're 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 a coastal state. People smoke weed on the beach. That's what you're supposed to do. South Carolina. Makes me mad. Uh, in 2020, though, South Carolina, South Carolina was the second most popular state to move to behind, wait for it, Idaho. Everybody wants to move to Idaho and apparently South Carolina. Southern hospitality is very much alive in South Carolina. People wave and talk to each other. It's a little different here in California. Uh, when, when you wave at somebody, they just assume you're waving at somebody else and nobody ever talks to anybody or, you know, they think you're just trying to start some shit. Nobody in my neighborhood even talks to each other. Seriously. But in South Carolina, there's like a calmness about that state. It's like a vacation forever type of lifestyle. You know what I mean? Especially if you're living on the, on the coast. It's just beautiful. South Carolina is one of the lowest gas taxes in the nation at only over just about 20 cents a gallon compared to California. You're saving like 40 cents a gallon just right there. Uh, the weather is usually pretty nice most of the year. Yeah, there's humidity and, there, and there's going to be days where it's, it's like so humid you'll want to just... You'll, you'll want to just die or not even leave your house. But if you live close to the ocean, you go to the beach, it's not so bad. It's a little bit cooler. It's a little bit drier. You got, at, least, at least you get that breeze, you know. But there's also these little things called hurricanes. So that kind of sucks. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, coming from my area, it would be like trading wildfires and earthquakes for hurricanes and humidity. I don't know. It's worse. I'd say probably the wildfires and earthquakes, but uh, some people might might not agree. Uh, there's lots of history in South Carolina, which is cool too. So if that's your type of thing, this could be a good spot for you. Charleston is like the oldest city and has historical sites that that predate the American Civil War. Uh, the first one. So the second one hasn't started yet, but that's why I'm giving you this information. I want you to be prepared. Uh, I do like that there's lots of outdoor and water activities to do in South Carolina. Uh, kind of like, like California, you have the ocean and the mountains are the best of both worlds. So that's good. You want to buy a home? Who doesn't? South Carolina has the fifth lowest property tax in the nation. That's nice. Uh, the average homeowner pays about 850 bucks a year in property tax. That's fucking dope. Uh, you can save big just by being a homeowner in, in, in South Carolina. So that's nice. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty safe place to live. It's, it's on average with the nation as a whole. But Charleston, for example, uh, is one of the safest urban areas in the country. So definitely something to think about. The gun laws are legit. No permits to purchase. Uh, no registration. No assault weapon laws. So there you go. That's cool, too. Uh, you do need to have uh, an open or concealed carry permit. You know, whatever. I'm not. I'm not here to argue gun laws, but I just I'm just giving you the information in case you need it. If you like seafood, you're in luck because in case you didn't really know, South Carolina is right next to the fucking ocean. Uh, eat all the fish you want. Go fishing all day. Charter a boat and fish. Find a whale. Ride it. I don't give a fuck, man. You grew right there next to the ocean. Also, they like their food spicy, so that's a huge plus for me too, man. South Carolina is one of the largest selections of hot sauces in the country. Restaurants and residents seriously put that shit on basically everything. Uh, and I have to mention oh, one of my favorite places again, Myrtle Beach. Miles and miles of beautiful coast and sand. There's there's tons to do. I realize that it's like a tourist spot and probably most of the natives avoid that area. Uh, but I would live there, man. I would live there and I would love it because it's just, it's super nice. And if I'm being honest, 
it might be the only place I would live in in South Carolina, but maybe, maybe Charleston too. If you're really thinking about moving to this state, there are some things you should consider though. Uh, for one, it's growing so so fast that there's basically always construction going on, so it's noisy and that causes traffic. Uh, I mentioned that houses housing costs, the housing taxes, property taxes are pretty low. Uh, and lower than most states, something you'll need to know that you'll pay more out of pocket for essentials, though, like utilities and healthcare and grocery items, that type of stuff uh, is a little bit more. And taxes are kind of a bitch, too, man. You need to, whatever job you have, you need to make sure it pays you well to take care of all that shit and, and, and keep that stuff into consideration. Uh, certain taxes are more than other states. Alcohol in, in a restaurant comes with like a tax of like up to 15% based on how much you buy. Diner food has a 10 and 10, 10% tax about that. Uh, the state tax has a 6% sales tax. So depending on which county you live, they can even add another 2% sales tax on top of that. So it's like tax after tax after tax, man. Fuck all that. But you need to know that. Uh, I mentioned hurricanes before, and yes, they get them every year. They they aren't fun when they're bad, and they can be extremely devastating. In most cases, they're just a lot of rain and wind. But damn, dude, South Carolina is also prone to flooding. So in parts, so th this is definitely something you need to think about. You got hurricanes and wind and flooding all that stuff, man, the weather is 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 just, it's unpredictable, you know? So you got to make sure you have good insurance and, and, and a good drainage system on your property. Uh, I grew up in Ohio with that same kind of similar type, uh, type of weather. I mean, there could be a blue sky one minute and then, then thunder and lightning the next. And, and it could just be out of nowhere, you know? Healthcare apparently is kind of shitty. It ranks 44th in the country. Healthcare costs are typically high. So think about that too. Idaho, like I mentioned, has snakes and shit and, and, and Arizona has all other kinds of weird bugs too. Well, South Carolina has alligators and shit, like a lot of them. And you might be like, what? I didn't realize South Carolina have what the gators in South Carolina. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, the ponds and shit all around the neighborhoods have small little gators in them and they don't even remove, they just leave them in there. They don't remove them until, until they get bigger. And then those little gators, they, they want to come into your house and eat your babies and your pets. That's what their ultimate goal is. So make sure you don't have a doggy dork because they will come inside and they will eat everybody in there. But it is a baby gator, so I think you'll be able to get it out. But just, just you know, just something to consider. Baby gators will eat your pets and maybe your babies. Uh, hella bugs. Pretty much everywhere in the South is going to have a bunch of bugs. But So you just need to have bug spray with you at all times. And overall, man, South Carolina seems like a decent place to live in general, as long as you could take into consideration those taxes, uh, the shitty healthcare system, which kind of sucks. Uh, but the food, the coast, the Southern charm, low housing costs might be worth it. All right, let's slowly slide down the coast to the wild west of the southeast, the state that's basically just a giant frat party. I'm talking about Florida. God damn, I love this state, dude. Florida does not give a single fuck about what you think, and I dig that shit. They have medical marijuana, and I have a feeling that soon it'll be legalized, or at the very least, decriminalized there. Uh, you, you can't drink and drive? Well, guess what? They have drive through liquor stores. You want, you, you want to wear a mask? Not there. They'll ticket you just for being an idiot and not believing in your immune system. They have snakes and gators and guns and people running each other over and drive throughs at the Crystal Burger. Let's move to Florida. Obviously, I'm being a little dramatic there with some of that stuff. And, and you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I don't think they're going to give you a ticket. And, 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 and drinking and driving, obviously, I was joking. So don't take me too seriously here. But the Sunshine State, tropical climate, uh, it has di diverse wildlife, beautiful beaches, and complete anarchy. It really is. I mean, you hear about Florida all the time in the news. There's this crazy stuff going on out there. But really, in reality, there's crazy stuff going on in every single state. It just happens to come out quicker in Florida because of the way the laws work there. Uh, the state does have a multiple personality disorder, if you ask me, because like Miami is New York City. The Panhandle is more like the South. And Central Florida is owned by Disney. So there's tourists everywhere. And then the Keys are like 
its own different thing. It's completely different. Uh, but either way, man, Florida's awesome, so it's kind of something for everybody. But first, let's talk about the gun laws real quick. I assume there aren't any because, you know, Florida. And I'm basically right. As long as you're 18 or older, you can, you can carry a concealed firearm or weapon without a concealed weapons permit. In Florida, you must be a resident to purchase a handgun. Florida does not require a permit to purchase a firearm, nor is there a permit that exempts any person from the background check requirement. Uh, there is a waiting period of three days, excluding weekends, holidays, blah, 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 whatever. So can you take a gun on a, on a road trip? Curious if you want to you know, carry your gun in your car. Well, at a glance, quickly, I can say, yeah, as long as, as long as it's unloaded and stored in a separate case from your ammo. So you can take your guns with you. We already know about Ron DeSantis. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't know about the governor, Ron DeSantis. He is a huge thorn in Joe Biden's side, and I like that. Not, not only because I don't like Joe Biden, but I find it a little funny. I'm just be honest with you. Uh, he fights against every everything Biden has done during the pandemic, vowing to continue to fight the most recent mandates that are coming out as well. So I like this governor. I, I really kind of do. I, at least what I know of him, I like him. He seems okay. He is a politician, so I'm sure he sucks. But I definitely like him better than some other politicians. But that's not what this is about. One big plus Florida has is that it is no state income tax, and thanks to all the tourism, the taxes are covered. So you want to you say you won't save a ton of money. Uh, but you'll definitely have a little bit more in your paycheck, so that's kind of nice. The weather in Florida is pretty much amazing all year, except for when it's not uh, in, in every single day from April to October. What do I mean? It basically it rains every day during the wet season. It's also humid as fuck. Uh, if you live, if you've lived in a dry state, a dry state, pretty much your entire life, and haven't experienced humidity, Florida will be the worst thing ever for you for the first few weeks. Honestly, you will hate it. You will hate your life. Maybe for the first seven days, you're like, oh, it's all good, and then seven days later, you're going to be like, I can't stand this. The winter months and the dry season, November through March, are actually really the best, depending on where you are. But a lot of people flock there, just like they do in Arizona, man, that, to escape the, the cold and the snow up north. Again, snowbirds coming down there. Uh, but the sun is nice all year because, you know, it's healthy and you need the vitamin D to, to, to you know, fight this pandemic stuff. So there's an added bonus. And it's nice to have beautiful weather all year because Florida has some of the most beautiful beaches in the country. No matter where you are, you're within two hours or less of the coast, so you can... You, you will just be out on the beach pretty much all the time. So with that, water sports uh, are some of the biggest leisure activities, rivers, lakes, oceans, pretty much all that stuff is everywhere. Uh, so boating, skiing, canoeing, swimming, snorkeling, you get the point. Water sports. If water sports aren't really your thing, I don't know why you would move to a place that's surrounded by water, but there still are other things you can do. Uh, there's over 175 state parks there, trails, uh, historic sites all around Florida. You can camp, hike, bike, uh, take all kinds of different tours, stuff like that. And Florida is a fisherman's dream. Plus, Florida has all the sports and theme parks you could dream of. Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, Busch Gardens, Legoland. Again, this is almost like South Carolina in a way. It's, it's like living in vacation land if you live in Florida. You know what I mean? You can you can vacation anytime you want to. It's just for a Saturday, you're on vacation. So just for a day, a weekend, more, whatever. It's like the never-ending summer. I feel like it'd be hard for me to want to work while I was living there. Uh, but that actually brings a good point. What is the job market like in like in Florida? And Florida actually tops, uh, well, Florida's top industry is tourism. Um, and that alone creates millions and millions of jobs in so many different categories. It would take way too long to break that down just for this podcast. But working in tour, uh, tourism can mean a lot of different things. And there's pretty much always a job there if needed. The top three job sectors are healthcare, retail trade, uh, scientific and technical services. I don't want to work in any of those fields, but healthcare would be good for my particular family. Uh, so it's something to think about for you. I'm sure I could find a job in tourism or entertainment or something if I really had to move to Florida. If I made that decision, maybe I could find a radio job, I'm sure. Or maybe we could just blow this podcast up and I can do this for a living. That'd be pretty nice. 
Uh, I should mention that this podcast, as of this podcast, Florida, during a pandemic, has experienced 14 consecutive months of job growth. So that's, a, that's pretty damn good. Because you may need more than one job, depending on how much you make. Florida overall is a tad bit more expensive to live in uh, with a higher than average cost of living than the U.S. But it's not even, it's really not even at 1%. But you got to take into consideration, man, there's a lot of rich people that live in that area or live in Florida. Was it like Tampa's really, really nice? Uh, Miami's super expensive. You got to think about some of those things when, when this stuff comes, when these averages come out. Because there's plenty of really affordable places to live in Florida that are beautiful. Uh, and, and there, in some of those places are even 8% lower than the average, than the, the, the national average and others are up to 18% higher. So you have some choices and you got to take that into consideration. The median home price is just under the national average. So that's pretty good too. Um, but for renters, unfortunately, it's actually about 27% higher than the national average for renters. So that kind of sucks. You know, cause a lot of times when you move, you actually, a lot of people do, and I've done this plenty of times, and pretty much every single time I moved, you move, you're moving into a rental. You, for me, with jobs, it was always easier to to move into a, an apartment or a house, and at least for the first year, and then maybe if you're going to buy, you know, you consider those options. So it kind of sucks knowing that you might be paying twenty percent higher than the national average if you're going to be renting. But not, like I said, not all Florida costs the same, so there's there's lots to choose from there. Prices and everything fluctuate. In the state, so you really have to think about what works best for you and your family, then focus on that town and see how it compares. Real estate prices have actually gone up like thirty percent recently. So if you're going to be buying a home, I recommend doing it now or just wait till the inevitable crash or correction happens, and then the prices kind of level off some. Uh, with all that, Florida sounds pretty cool, but there are some definite sucky things about this place, and you need to know them. As I already mentioned, heat and humidity, but it's so bad that it's worth reminding you. That it's really, 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 really bad. And that's a horrible combination. And you will always be sweating. Even if you aren't moving, you're going to be sweating. That sucks. You know how I said it rains pretty much every day during the wet season? Well, that rain usually turns into some serious fucking thunderstorms. Uh, which I love, but some people may not be ready for it. I'm talking about torrential downpours. Rain just happening out of nowhere while you're driving. And then all of a sudden you can't see a foot in front of you. This shit is scary. But it's nice to live life on the edge. And if you're planning on moving to Florida, you clearly like living life on the edge. And don't forget about hurricanes. Florida has hurricanes. Uh, Florida's hurricanes are actually worse than South Carolina's, and you get them every year, or at least tropical storms. And all that rain and wind not only make it hard to drive, but flooding is a serious problem, and you can't even escape to the mountains because there aren't any. Uh, Florida's basically as flat as a board. So if you love the mountains, the closest you'll get is like northern Georgia or even the Carolinas. But if you really, really love the mountains, then you probably don't want to live in Florida. Uh, even though the tourism offers no state tax, it also means fucking tourists everywhere okay it's nice that i have to pay that state tax but it comes with a fucking price you know what i'm saying uh dude it, tourists are the worst trust me i know i am one everywhere i go i'm that guy taking a picture being oblivious i'm sorry i can't help it i do i do try not to be rude though or or be in the way of the locals so at least there's that but i get it i understand how terrible we are and i can't imagine how awful it would be living in a state that's like fully funded by tourism the way florida is and i know california has you know a lot uh, of tourism as well but it's it's a little different. And plus, that's so far away from where I live. I'm like in Northern California, you know? I'm in the Sacramento area. This Florida, the whole goddamn thing is tourists. Another thing that kind of sucks about the tourist thing is that, like, towns tend to, when there's a lot of tourists in your area, towns tend to, you know, uh, gear things towards them, you know? And it makes your town look a little cliche and tacky. <laughs> I'm just, you know, a lot of chains and chain restaurants and chains just kind of sucks, you know? I'd rather find the local stuff. 
Public transportation also kind of sucks outside of the cities, but even there, it's not that great. Uh, you'll definitely want to have a car. Even if you're a tourist and you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking that you, and you might go visit sometime, you're going to probably need a rental. So you're not going to want to try to get around based on buses and stuff. Uh, with that in mind, the combination of growing population, stupid tourists, and old people, traffic fucking blows. Crime rate is a bit higher than the national average, but that's because of the bigger cities. Uh, there are plenty of areas the crime rate is lower than the national average. Uh, something else to think about is insurance. Insur insurance rates are going to be pretty high because of hurricanes and the floods, so be prepared for that shit. Also, local taxes. There may not be a state income tax, but there are local taxes that will get you, uh, like getting your license renewed or vehicle registrations. Things like that are pretty high, but nothing is as high as California, so I'll take it. You don't even want, like, I paid like almost $700 to have my vehicle registered this year, and that's insane. As with any state, you're going to have to weigh the pros and cons and figure out what works best for you. I think that this place would definitely be an option for me if I had to find if I had to find a place to live or a new job or whatever. I would definitely 100% look into Florida, and that is why it is number two on the list of Mikey's places of whatever the fuck I called it. I don't even remember. And now let's move to the number one spot on the list of the top five places that you might want to move to just because you want to move or because I just made a list and places that I might want to move to or places that I, then you know what, whatever. It's just a list of places that sound pretty good. That might be better than where you're living right now. But again, each one of these states is, we've gone back, we've had Idaho, we've had Arizona, we had South Carolina and Florida so far. Each one of these states has their pros and their cons. So you kind of just got to make sure you're doing your research and, and with my experience in moving and stuff, I just know what, in some places I know what to look for, the things that I personally look for. And I wanted to get that information out there to help you. But let's move on to number one. What do you think number one is? What would be your number one place to live? Think about it. Would it be any of these that I've already talked about? Or would it be my number one place? And if you listen to, to, to my radio show in California, or if you follow me on social media, which you should, I am Mikey on Instagram, uh, the Mikey show on Facebook, producer Mike, just, just search for I am Mikey, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, you would know that my number one place is Texas. God, I just, I've, I've, I, it, there's always been two places that I've wanted to live that I can remember from, from when I was younger, uh, in my early twenties to, to even now, like pretty much it's always been California and Texas. I've never lived in Texas. I've been to Texas a lot, uh, but I've, I've always wanted to, to move there and, I'm, and I've, I've made friends in Texas when, when I spent time back there in my early twenties, I don't know any of these people anymore, but you know, but it was, Texas is, is cool, man. I just always had a good time, man. The stars at night are big and bright in motherfucking Texas. Everything's bigger there, including freedom, except for the one thing that I'm not going to get into and I hate. So I, I know a lot of people have some, have some uh, hatred towards Texas right now because of a recent law, but I'm right there with you. Trust me. I think I think medical freedom should stand should be for everybody. I think people should be able to make their own choices about any medical decisions, and the government has no right legislating any medical choices ever, ever, or mandating anything when it comes to that. But again, that's not what this is about. This is about where the fuck you gonna move, and I'm gonna move to Texas if I have to. Uh, it, like I said, there there are some freedoms that that do bug me, uh, or that they don't have that bug me, and the one I just talked about. Another one is is pot like i like to smoke weed you know you know that about me I, I, it's what i do it's one of those things it's it's i barely drink it's my vice every once in a while i'll drink a little scotch or something but i don't drink much you know and i know that texas is slowly coming around to some things they have some medical forms right now but it's like only available in, in low thc amounts and oils and edibles they have a long way to go so let's get it going here people this is stupid Seriously, because everything else about Texas is pretty great besides those two things. What about guns? 
Dumb question, I know. When I think of Texas, seriously, I think about people driving around with go- like gun racks in their pickup trucks or a gun by their side. And it's kind of like that right now. Because as of September, just this past September, it's for the first. 2021, Texas no longer need a license to carry uh, in order to carry a handgun. It allows individuals 21 and older who can legally possess firearms in a state carry handgun in public without permits. People in Texas must carry a handgun in a holster in Texas, which is fine. Uh, the holster does not have to be a shoulder or belt holster. So basically, they love guns, and you know, if if they could, they would just give you a gun the day you're born. I kind of dig that. The governor, Greg Abbott, he's pro-choice uh, on the side of medical freedom in some cases. Again, we're not going to get into that. There are some things that do really bug me, and I wish Texas would take its head out of its ass. But maybe it will. Who knows? Texas is the second most populated state. It is physically the largest, and it is growing really fast, and it's kind of hard to comprehend. Over 1,000 people a day are moving to Texas. Uh, if this state is on your list, you better get there quickly before shit starts getting too pricey. But why are so many people moving there? Why is it number one on my list? Texas has a lot of jobs, to be honest with you, man. Job growth in this state has in- increased by, by, by almost 6% this year, and they will have added over 700,000 jobs, and 13 million people in the workforce are employed. Austin is set to become the new Silicon Valley. Uh, there, there are plenty of Fortune 500 companies there too, man, t- t- all over the place. Huge, huge companies that you know, Exxon Mobil, GameStop, AT&T, Southwest, Texas Instruments, uh, Phillips 66, Whole Foods. Valer- I mean, just this, there's a whole lot of companies there. There is a lot of jobs and a lot of companies have their home bases there. So this, this is a great thing. Uh, the unemployment rate sits about 6%, which is slightly above the national average. But that's not because there isn't jobs. That's because people don't want to work. Uh, But we'll see that change over the next few months, I think, as unemployment starts to dwindle. Education in Texas is better than most states. Uh, Texas students tend to test better than others, although testing doesn't necessarily mean smarter. Uh, It's still a good measurement to look at, though. And I found a few towns where uh, they have some of the best school ratings in the country. But I'm not going to get into specific towns here, so you can dig around and find for yourself, but there are some really great places to live. Uh, one thing that I that is really awesome about Texas is the cost of living is about 8% lower than the national average. The average home is about $250,000, and that's way below the national average of $385,000. For renters, it's really not too bad either. On average, you'll pay about $1,300 a month, depending on where you are. And again, these are all averages, so the, this shit will vary widely, depending on you know what area you move in, if you live closer to a city or whatever, how far out from the cities you live. Keep all that stuff in mind. Also, energy costs are way less than the national average, and if you're from California, you're saving hella money, dude. On average, you'll pay about uh, $50 less a month for cable, water, electricity, and natural gas on average. But if you're from California, you're going to save like $1,000 a month, seriously. So overall, the cost of living in Texas, uh, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty low. And you'll be able to have the same standard of living for less than it would cost in most states. So this, this, that's a great thing and definitely something to consider. Uh, something else to think about if you're planning on retiring in Texas is that they have the best asset protection laws in the country. And actually... Even if you're in bankruptcy, you're protected. Good to know, I guess. I mean, if people fall on hard times, you know what I'm saying? It's good to know that you could be protected. The overall tax burden is less than most than in most states. There's no personal income tax. Others, uh, other taxes will need to be paid, but generally speaking, you're you're going to pay less because of that. Uh, the weather in Texas is pretty nice, mostly warm, but you do get hurricanes, and the damage can be pretty severe. Uh, in the northern in the northern part, they're prone to like tornadoes, and so that kind of sucks. 
But if you ask most of the residents of, of Texas, they'll tell you they love it there. And if you ask most of the residents of, you know, I don't know, California, they'll tell you it sucks right now. That doesn't mean that there isn't some shit that needs to be brought to your attention so that you fully understand what you're getting yourself into, man. Sadly, the quality of healthcare is said to be lower than in most states. I don't know this from a personal standpoint, uh, but this is according to the U.S. Health and Hum- uh, Human Services Agency. Probably a bit more concerning for older folks, I guess. Uh, or if you have some existing health issues, you may want to look into how that will affect you personally. But that doesn't mean that there isn't good hospitals or doctors. You just have to look a little bit harder. Uh, another unfortunate thing to learn about is that Texas it has a higher overall rate of crime than most other states. And this is according to the FBI. Um, th- this also is because there's the major cities in Texas and the population rate. You know what I mean? Houston, Dallas, uh, Austin, San Antonio. These places are huge, you know, and so of course there's going to be some crime. So that actually, that affects the overall rate. But there are plenty, plenty, plenty of places outside of those towns where the crime rate is very low. Uh, you can work in Houston and live in the woodlands and, and, and there'll be much lower crime rate and actually have a much better quality of life as well. Just like any other big city, to be honest with you. Traffic is fucking bad there, though. This I know firsthand from time spent in Houston and in Dallas. It's just awful, dude. The highways are huge, but they're full of cars, man. I pulled up on a car accident one time that just had like just happened and they shut the highway down and landed a helicopter right on the highway, right in front of us to, to like to... to for life support or whatever to, to go transport somebody to the hospital. Dude, it was it was insane. And we were stuck there for hours. Um, but you know, that's the kind of shit you get with major cities, I guess. Uh, but the further you the further you live out, like I said, the better it is. Summers are long, hot, and humid. A lot of people can't handle that, but I've already mentioned this. If you're living in the South, you're just gonna have to deal with the humidity if you make that choice. And if you south or southeast, hell the east coast, basically anywhere east of the Mississippi, you're gonna have to deal with the heat and humidity like you've never experienced. That's just life. If you don't want that, then don't live in that in those areas. You will sweat all the time. You will always feel like you need to take a shower. And when you when you add 90 degrees heat to 90% humidity, you are going to be a very unhappy person. Just stay inside. But if you're lucky enough to have a pool or whatever or live by the water, you're good to go, man. Like I said, you, there's ways around it. You, you, can, you can survive it. Hurricanes do happen in Texas, and they tend to get pretty bad, not to mention the flooding. In 2017, they had historic flooding. It was all over the news for weeks. I remember my radio show here, we teamed up with the guys from Papa Roach, uh, and we, uh, we, we got a bunch of supplies and stuff, and they actually, um, one of the former members of Papa Roach, he actually drove it. He got all this stuff into some U-Hauls and stuff and collected supplies, everything, and drove that shit to Houston to help people out. And it was very cool. So I'm really proud to be in a part of something like that. Uh, you should also be prepared for the pen- potential to have hurricanes and flooding directly impact your life. So that's what I'm saying. When, I, when hurricanes happen, they will directly impact you. So think about insurance and all that stuff. Be prepared for that. Uh, to me, I mean, in all honesty, man, Texas sounds like a good place to live. I do love Tex-Mex and barbecues. I hate country music, though. So that's something I'm going to have to consider. And, and, and the pot laws are pissing me off, and the, the stupid abortion law pisses me off. So there are things that I got to... There's some things that I would have to think about, and how, how do they directly affect me and my family? So there it is. That is the list. Some pros and cons to pretty much everywhere I just put out there. You know, it's just pros and cons to pretty much everywhere in the country. This is just my top five, man. Idaho, Arizona, South Carolina, Florida, and Texas. So where would you live? What would be, what, what, what are your top five places? How, what's, what's your number one place? You never know. You never know what's going to happen. You might have to move. I don't know what's going to happen to me. 
I'm not saying I am going to move. I'm just saying I like to be prepared at all, all at all times. I try to think. I'm always trying to be prepared. Is I work in a radio industry. You never know. You never know. I could we could have number one ratings forever, but they still want to change something. I could lose my job right now. So it could happen at any time. So I just always like to be prepared, and you should too. Tell me what you think of this top five, man. Like I said, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, please just share this. Let somebody know. Let one person know about the Mikey podcast, and then that one person can let one person. The next thing you know, everybody will know about the Mikey podcast, and then maybe this is what I could do for a living. I could do it wherever. I could go buy a bus, and I could just live out of a bus and travel the, the United States and do podcasts from a bus all over the place. That'd be fucking cool, to be honest with you. <laughs> what a hippie life dream to have. Anyway, thanks thanks for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Hopefully, if you are planning on moving or looking to move, maybe I helped you a little bit. That's all I really want to do. Have yourself a good day, and I will be back with another podcast soon. Thanks, bye. The end of a perfect evening.